We are live with our first episode of Comic Talk for the year. It is 2022. This is, uh, what, episode one of 2022, I guess. Comic Talk's every week, so I don't know. Uh, it's not really a seasonal thing. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and Comic Talks is the show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about this week's releases of comic books, whether it's DC, Marvel, Indie Comics. DC Comics come out on Tuesdays, Marvel and Indie come out on Wednesdays, and then we're here on a Thursday. We're here to talk about this week's releases. Uh, I already introduced myself. Let me introduce my guests for today. Uh, straight from Glasgow, we got Danny McGowan. Danny, how you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me on the show this week. Yeah. You sound great. I'm listening to two different audio things, and you sound great. Um, uh, I like the gothic background for anyone who, you know. who uh, uh, you know, can see us on the live stream. Yeah, it got a vibe, you know? It, yeah. it's, it's a dark week with all the Batman comics that came out, so yeah. I clearly changed my wallpaper just for that, you know? Just for Batman. Exactly. Um, there was there was Batman and Detective Comics that came out. Today. Yeah, Detective Comics is now weekly, um, so it's it's coming out all the time. So there you wait, go. Detective Comics is weekly. Now it is. Yeah, um, wow, I was like, I'm sure I bought this last week, and then as it turns out, it's now weekly. All right. Well, uh, good for Detective Comics. You know that little indie comic that could. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no one's ever heard of it before. It's pretty underground. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Detective Comics, published by Detective Comics Comics. Exactly. Right. <laughs> a little, little indie label. Um, but Danny, thanks so much for, for coming on the show. We're, we're, I'm ready to talk about comics with you, uh, so thank you. Uh, I know that last week didn't work out, so thanks for coming. It's a new year, you know? New year. We didn't get to talk about something, but that's fine. We'll talk uh, about You can bring it up this week. time around. We, we, we we'll, You can do whatever you want, Danny. It's... Uh, it, it, it's it's your playground there we go easier <laughs> uh another kid on the playground for today is albert aquino albert how you doing man doing great i'm doing great ready to talk some comics i prepared for today but i i didn't, fin I didn't finish all my readings but i'm ready to talk about some comic books um i i Dan danny i think that you're probably sleeping really well because it's super dark over there i'm i'm, I'm impressed i kind of want to do that in my room now yeah, it's it's a great. I, I'd recommend it to anyone. It's just it surround your room in darkness. Easy. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, a lot. Most of my sleep is during the day because mm -hmm. I stay up late and I sleep in. Um, so I'm used to like lights everywhere. Like sometimes like my my computer will be loading something and it'll be like I have to keep it on. So it's like a bright ass computer. And I'm like, I got to find a way to fall asleep. And I do. It's mm -hmm. not too bad, you know um i'm happy to have you two coming on um you two are wonderful um the most recent comic talk episode i had with some other uh uh some other regulars on comic talk uh we talked about the best comics of 2021 um so uh oh in fact the background here is best comics of 2021 that's not the episode that we were on but anyway my point being is uh i guess the first question that i'm going to ask you guys is what was the best comic of 2021? Mm. You've, you've, you've prepped us before with some questions. Yeah, I did not prep you this time, and I'm sorry. Yeah, this is a on, the, on, the, on your feet kind of question. Yeah. Um, Danny, you go first. You go okay, first I think one of my favorite comics that I read this entire, not this entire year, because it's 2022 now, um, last year was a comic from Boom Shooters. It's called Mamo. 
Um, it was a five issue miniseries that came out. It was really good. And it's about like fey lore and stuff. And it was really fun. Um, so I would highly recommend it. All right. Mm. That's a good one. It's a good one. Um, okay, so for 2021, it comes down to two. They're both DC Comics. Uh, I really liked um, Strange Adventures by Tom King. Um, and oh, I also liked, yeah. Yeah, I, so I, I don't know. I've been down for that. Like, I, I started picking it up single issue. Most people don't read those maxi series like week to week or month to month. So right. I think I was like, I felt like I was the only person reading it. And I loved it. I thought it was amazing. There was two artists on it. Tom King is phenomenal. I'm reading his new stuff now. Um, so I love that one. Can I give a second one? Is that all right? Oh, yeah. Second one? Yeah. Um, cool. I, I think Nice House on the Lake was so good. Uh, I just binged it. Hey, what'd you think? I just binged it. I cannot wait for the next issue. I can't. I was like, is it ending? When is it? I, 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 I. March? It, is it coming back later? Yeah, is yeah. that what it is? So, they, so it's it's twelve issues all okay. together because there's twelve characters. So that's how they're kind of pacing it out. Oh. And um, the the next issue, issue number seven, is in March. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it then because those were some crazy six issues. There, you know, every so often, like you'll see a comic and you'll read a comic and you're like, this is meant for like a movie. Like this is yeah. like that's a movie or a TV show like and but it's not done cheap like certain mark miller stuff is done like he's like i'll just put out a comic just so i can get the movie rights and the tv rights out there uh but nice house on the on the lake um is quality it's pure it's it's quality yeah yeah it could be a tv show really well because like every episode you have you read it danny no i haven't it's james tinian though right yeah 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 makes sense <laughs> it's it's i think it's his best writing i think he's doing really well with it i mean it's freedom it's a dc book but it could easily be an indie um and he's got it's, some, it's the black label right it's a black label. yeah book? it's black label so like yeah. the very very first page i think they make like a comment about like spider superman or something like that yeah but it's not a superhero story no. it is a crazy wild one the earth is like in this apocalypse and there's these 12 people who are kind of on the outside looking in. it's it's crazy the last two issues of the of the six are like my it's just a it's a really good comic oh, book i highly recommend yeah. it's definitely on my to read list um it's yep. been there for a while so yeah. i will take the plunge finally <laughs> yeah uh, i think it, oh sorry go what were you gonna say I think I think that like you know comic books are kind of like TV shows where like episode, uh, you know you got to wait a little bit and the cool thing about it is you get to talk to people, but uh, and like you know have theories and stuff. But honestly, that series is probably better read as a as a binge, because I think that there's like one or two issues where they're a little slower and there's a lot of characters so you kind of forget over time. So it's really really good for that like trade paperback collected edition format. I think. Uh, I'm with you there. I think I would agree. Uh, I had a lot of fun binging it, but then now I'm bi- I binged the six issues, and I need to know more. And I almost to the point where I'm I'm glad I started it now so I could binge six issues. But part of me is like, I wish I binged twelve issues. Mm-hmm. But yeah, also that's yeah, just the way it works. It's it's great. Yeah. It's great. So I'm with you. Um, is it my favorite comic series of 2021? I think I put. Um, like Nightwing. I think that was just the easiest. Uh, Nightwing or Daredevil. Like, 
Uh, yeah. I, we, we all had like top five lists, but that's like too much for this episode. Um, but like, I just, uh, I want to know where you guys are at. So, all right. Yeah. All right. Nightwing is a great, great choice. That has been like phenomenal for that character. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just like, it's, I think it's what probably one of the best things DC has for sure. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, what were you, okay. So this week we had a lot, we had a lot that came out this week. Uh, a lot of good stuff. Um, we had, uh, uh, where am I uh, here? I'm going to bring this up. I have a list here. Uh, we obviously have like classic amazing Spider-Man uh, 84. Uh, we have Arkham city Bl- order of the world. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, you know, we have uh, 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 Inferno number four, which is definitely a big one. Uh, X-Men number six. Uh, we have Superman, Son of Kal-El, number six. We had Batman 119, I think. Detective Comics. Uh, Dark, uh, uh, Dark Knights of Steel. Dark, Dark Knights of Steel, uh, which was a crazy one. But then we had indie stuff like Panther number one. Noctera uh, had a special. Um, there's a lot of stuff that came out this week. And I want to know what your number one picks are for this week. Very easily for me, it was Inferno. Um, it was so good. It was intense. That is definitely a word that you would use to describe it. It was a great combination of the series, I think. Yeah. Uh, the question, uh, well, uh, Albert, did you read Inferno? Okay, so I, my question for you, is, uh, before I answer that, are we doing spoilers? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I, I did not read Inferno. Um, but I'm super, super curious. So I need you to tell me uh, everything that happens. But um, my pick of the so I did not read Inferno. Um, I'm I'm like waiting to binge them almost. I just keep buying them, and I keep hearing all this like good stuff. And people have been telling me what's been going on. I just haven't read the last one, and I'm okay with I'm okay with being spoiled. Um, my pick of the week is Dark Knights of Steel. I think that is it's so much fun. It's so fresh. Um, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And it seems like a crazy war is going to happen. Um, I love the, the, the new take on Bruce Wayne, you know, and like his kind yeah. of conflict. Yeah. I really like that a lot. Um, l- l- let's take it. Let's take it one by one. Uh, well, sure. let's talk Dark Knights of Steel while I prep, uh, uh, while I prep uh, the images for Inferno for uh, Danny did you read Dark Knights of Steel 3? I did read Dark Knights of Steel it is absolutely one of the best books that is coming out right now it is so good um, I every every issue that's I, I would probably say I liked this issue less than one and two but mm-hmm. I still really liked it so that's like not even saying anything it's just that those first two were really phenomenal um, it's been it was so good <laughs> a wild ride now albert uh fill me on the on the premise of dark knights of steel or fill the audience in yeah so i i think that dark knights of steel when i first saw the images and i got into it, i'm like another dark knights you know play from dc like that's yeah. actually, everything has the word knight in it now and like you know i wasn't really into it but tom taylor's name is on it he's he's it's tom taylor right I'm not yeah yeah tom taylor is a phenomenal writer he's always he's really good at making every character like relatable in some way yeah there's a few pages he's very good at that i think um but basically it's kind of like the game of thrones world and there's two kingdoms that are actually three that are are existing but one of them is where um the kal-el's 
they're they have taken a kingdom or yeah. the elves the yeah. elves so yeah. like kalel or jorel and uh mom's mom uh laura laura and also kara's there so yeah the, the uh, kara the, goes by another name kala oh yeah she has a different okay. name in this because she is not her cut co- his cousin supergirl and this is his sister Mm-hmm. Ah, I didn't, know, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So she's a princess. So yeah. Um. So, but yeah. Basically, there's kingdoms involved, and um, we are we're basically seeing a Game of Thrones like war, where there's different p- pieces being played, um, and it's surprisingly super entertaining. One of the kingdoms is led by Black Lightning, yeah, which King is a character of the storm that, or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm like, is <laughs> for for some reason I was like, oh, Storm's gonna be in this issue, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> um she's not gonna she's not um, yeah but uh you know i i, I don't know i i i'm definitely like I'm, I'm i'm gonna be making a video on it once the whole thing comes out because i can't I, i've been thinking about it a lot it just reminds me of game of thrones so much it's, it's dc comics game of thrones where anything can yeah. happen too right mm-hmm. people are yeah. getting knocked out like every issue yeah yeah uh the, the way the like I'm with you that I'm kind of um, burnt out as far as Dark Knight-related stuff. Because not only does Batman get everything, like, all the titles every week, like, he gets multiple titles every single week. There's, like, 12 Batman-related titles. Um, But then also, like, special events. Remember when we had, like, Dark dark, uh, Knight Metal? Dark Metal? Yeah. What what am I thinking of? Dark Dark Knight's Metal. metal. Death Metal. And, and like, then there was also Dark Knight's Metal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's like, I don't, I did not like those crossover events. And uh, so I was kind of tired of that. And then um, this comes out and I'm like, I'll give it a shot. I'm also not a big fan of like medieval stuff, but it is great. This is, it's a great alternate universe Elseworlds kind of story that, you know, is, I don't know how many issues it's going to be. Do you guys know? 12. It's 12. 12 is it 12? Yeah. yeah. I love 12 issue stuff like that like me too you know um because it used to just be for trade paperback right so it's like ah six issues that's good enough you know uh but now 12 okay like so much has happened in these three issues too yeah it's honestly oh go ahead please go no i've been talking a lot oh um it's it's been really interesting actually on the point of um zala zarel um i think one of the implications there is that because bruce's parents didn't die not Bruce, Clark's parents didn't die, they were able to have a second kid. Yeah. Um, because they're alive. Yay. Uh, except not anymore. But um, you know, um, so I thought that was really cool. And I the plot twist that not plot twist, but like the end page where Alfred's like, I know who you are. Yeah. Um, that was really cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's well, every every issue's ended with a bit of a cliffhanger and it's been yeah. great. Yeah. Well, because the, here's the thing, though, is like in this universe, in this alternate universe, it isn't just a Elseworlds alternate universe where one thing happened differently and that's that. No, it's like everything is different. Like Bruce is Jor-El's kid. Yeah. With, yeah. And so Bruce has powers. Bruce is half Kryptonian in this. So as we see in this issue, he is weak against Kryptonite. You know? Um, yeah. But like... Supergirl is super different. Like Zala Jor-El is, is her name. And Zal, because I guess men, Kryptonian men have just the L part. Like they have their family last name, but then the women have their husband or their father's full name as their last mm-hmm. name. 
it's weird anyway the point being is she's bloodthirsty like she is she is killing everyone she like impales uh uh black lightning um who is the king and uh there's a lot going the metal men like like in this (laughs) issue they're just knights but with like different metal armor uh Mm -hmm. she just she massacres them she does not care at all. She is down to, I mean, it, was, it wasn't, um, she killed Jefferson's kid in the last issue, right? Yeah. He, he, he couldn't have been very old, right? Like, she no. was like, he's the youngest kid. kid. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, Jefferson's son doesn't exist in, in normal uh, Earth mm-hmm. Prime continuity. So, like, we're, we're seeing, you know, we're seeing characters, relationships uh, uh, that are all new like like uh supergirl and wonder woman are together yeah you know and uh uh there there's some like really cool changes and i'm excited for i mean this is three issues down nine left you know color be intrigued and then i think that when when you have a 12 issue series you kind of expect some like some slower parts and like it has been moving everything's been moving along and like i don't know, i i i love it when they kill characters i think that's just like <laughs> just like let's yeah. move on yeah, <laughs> and like you're I, that so, guy you're that guy <laughs> i do I, so uh dark ages another tom taylor like you know different world uh elseworlds kind of story um he he does it there but in this one it feels a little bit more like uh meaningful like when people die i mean i, I keep going back to game of thrones because for people who haven't seen the first season of Game of Thrones, I'm gonna spoil the ending. So uh, the main character dies. That's like mind blowing. And in this story, it kind of happens too. Like the main, and and you're like, wait, what's left of there to go? And I'm I'm kind of I suspect. I'm gonna say my theory. I think that it's gonna be Bruce versus Superman. I mean, it's kind of like, like inevitable. Yeah, I I do feel that way because Jor El is dead. Superman is king, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's some there's some weird fuckery going on, like <laughs> right? Yeah. And and Bruce clearly obviously has a claim to the throne as well. Jor El mm-hmm. was like, I wanted you basically to be the king. And then the other thing is from the first issue, Superman is clearly sympathetic towards the magic users, and is like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be killing them all. Like, yeah. Maybe that yeah. thing. Um, and Bruce is like, no, they must all die. So that's clearly a conflict already that we'll probably see escalate mm-hmm. throughout the course of the rest of it. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. I don't want another super, uh, evil Superman battle, though. So if anything, I'm fine with Bruce and Clark fighting. Well, he's not even Clark. He's Kal-El, right? He doesn't mm-hmm. even have a human side to him. Lois and him aren't together, as far as I can see. Oh, um, yeah. But... Uh, uh, he better be the good one then. Bruce. Right? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Kal-El. Like, if I'm going to see Kal-El and Bruce fight, Bruce should be the bad one. I don't want another bad uh, Superman. Okay. That's that makes sense. I, I don't think that's going to... I think it's going to be a bad Kal-El. It, it, most of these stories go that way. That, like, the, the, the strong aliens, they don't know humanity. They yeah. lose the person. The half human, he's the one with the values. He's the one who's connected. But he's you know, getting like, bloodthirsty, right? Is he getting I don't I don't I don't remember. I'm trying to think like is he getting a little violent? I don't I don't know. He, I mean, it was always he, he was always like 
technically the darker one because he was like the protector of, yeah, of yeah. the realm, right? So yeah. he took that job and yeah. was kind of like, oh, this color guy's a bit, ugh, uh, don't want to deal with that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it's it's hard to say, it's hard to say because obviously we're only three issues into 12. Um, yeah. So really anything can happen over the course of the yeah. next. He's Jon Snow. That's my yeah. prediction. I think he's Jon Snow. Yeah. People are going to know, oh, he's actually the rightful heir. Mm. And he might die with it. I mean, it's possible too. And yeah. I, I, I'm so excited. I, I, I love these kinds of stories. They're unpredictable. The whole feudal thing. Right. I, I'm, I, I'm like you. I, I'm not into that like colonial, you know, that kind of history and like stuff. That, that medieval feudal stuff. Like yeah. I'm not a big fan of knights and shining armor stuff. That's just yeah. me. But this doesn't seem like that's what this is about. No. It seems like it's about like betrayal and yeah. power and like how are you going to because the 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 black lightning character like i was hoping that there'd be some more like wins on his end yeah nope. no like <laughs> dude he channels his lightning through the like the 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 point yeah. in his in his ship and fires it that's crazy it was, was crazy cool. and then he you know didn't work yeah, yeah. <laughs> um uh, before I, uh, before we move on to Inferno number four, which is what, uh, Danny wanted to talk about, um, I do have to point out that there are variant covers of the Dark Knights of Steel, variant covers that have a D&D, like, stat, like, uh, character, like, layout. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for somebody out there to compare the three that have been out so far. We've gotten a Wonder Woman, a, a, a Batman a Superman with all their like stats. Um, I want somebody to compare them all because that's kind of cool. It's just a, like a cool D and D kind of looking thing. It, it pops up. I'm showing all the little slideshow. Uh, if anyone's watching the live stream, you will be able to see it. Uh, if you are listening to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast from Apple podcasts, Google play, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, you cannot see the covers that we do. Uh, but you know, it's just an extra bonus kind of showing off those covers of everything that we're talking about. Um, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to point out that there, there's some cool variant covers uh, for this. Now, speaking about variant covers, there's like a bajillion for Inferno number four, because that is the end, that is closing Inferno. Um, did we all read Inferno number four? I forget. Did Albert say he, he you didn't? I didn't, but I'm, 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 I want, I'm excited to hear this. I want to hear this conversation. So, uh, uh, Danny, your it was your pick, so I'll let you. I'll let you. Uh, you know, kick it I'm off. I'm so ready for this conversation. Um, yes. First off, I would like to say that Peach Momoko has done a cover for literally every of the Inferno issues, and they have all been amazing. And I have bought them all, as well as the A side cover for really? each. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's been it's been it's been a bad bad month for my my wallet. But, <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, because you not only buy and read a lot of comics, Danny, you are also buying variant covers. Yeah, if, if crazy. Typically, typically, if Peach Momoko has done a variant cover, I will also buy her cover of it. Okay, <laughs> because they're big, always really good. Is there a big Peach like fan base that like buys her stuff? Like, because it seems like everybody's talking about. It. Well, yeah. she's one of the 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 Marvel Stormbreakers, right? Um, so that I think they are trying to like push her. What is a, a Stormbreaker? It's like a, it's like their um, cohort of new and upcoming creators. Um, so they each, but Peach Momoko is the only one that I could name. Um, I, there's obviously more. It's not yeah. just her, but yeah, um, she, she's the one that I know. Okay. Um, um, right now, I'm doing a little slideshow of all the variant covers. I think there's like ten. Like, yeah, this uh, this slideshow is never ending. 
I want to make it cycle through a couple of times as we talk about it. But um, this finishes the Inferno arc, uh, uh, which is a big game changer, right? With, yes, with yeah. kind of how Dawn of X and then House of Power, House and Powers of X have like mm-hmm. set up. Uh, this is that four part mini series that kind of shifts the whole mutant stuff. But uh, Danny, tell tell me about it. Definitely. So if you may remember, at the end of issue three, we see um, there's kind of three scenarios that are happening. One is Charles and Eric are trapped by Nimrod and the Alpha Sentinel. Sorry, the Omega Sentinel. Um, and Moira is with Destiny and Mystique. Um, and so in this issue, we learn, well, basically we see Destiny and Mystique just shoot Moira and it's like, oh my goodness, what's going on there? But what it is, is Ford just created the gun to get rid of her mutant powers, yeah. meaning that she can actually die without having the timeline reset. Because if you remember, her mutant power is when she dies, basically the whole universe goes away and she goes back into her fetus cell yeah with um, the memory with the memories of her with, past lives exactly exactly it's, um, it's it's universal reincarnation in a way yeah yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. uh, which is a really cool power set um except she's a terrible person um and it's Especially also revealed, what she says in this exactly so it's revealed that her intention all along was that she wanted to cure the world of mutants. Um, yeah, before their powers manifest, right? So yeah, they exactly. never know what they lost. She's not trying to kill mutants. Yeah, but... she just wants to stop them being mutants at all, which is still bad. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why she didn't want Destiny resurrected in the first place, because Destiny's a precog, and so would be able to see that that was her plan all along. Yeah. Um, so that's it was a lot to discover in this issue and then that was also where we find out that doug um warlock and kokoa are also got their own agenda of some sort it was a very good issue there was a lot that happened charles and eric die um and they get resurrected a week after their death and Uh emma in that time has told everyone what they've been up to because charles and eric were keeping everything a secret yeah um and so basically they've lost the respect of the quiet council but they're all like in this interlocking uh that final page panel where they're all sitting at the quiet council table just like staring at each other yeah was so great and then it ends with like the line that's like to be continued forever um which i enjoyed a lot oh i didn't i didn't i didn't notice that um what what's crazy uh albert have you read house of x powers of x i did i did i know what's going on with nimrod and everything and moira that's crazy that she ends up that with that reveal i'm super excited to look through this amazing right. so good uh it's 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 she uh what house of x powers of x uh is like sets up is that like humanity's or uh mutants worst enemy is not humanity it's 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 artificial intelligence it's robots mm-hmm. it's it's like you know Nimbus. the point because yeah Nimrod, I mean, Nimrod's just step one, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's the phalanx, right? It's it's these entities mm-hmm. out there that are going to take away just organic life, right? Because mutants will beat humans. That's not the problem. It's the machines that are the problem. And as far up to Inferno number four, Charles and Xavier, or Charles and Xavier, Charles and Eric uh, didn't know that machines are the end game, Right? that machines don't care about humanity. They're just working with them at Orcus to, to kill the, the, the mutants so that machines can take over. Uh, 
and what what's funny about Inferno number four is Nimrod and the Omega Sentinel, uh, they kill the humans on Orcus. They're like, we don't care about the humans. Let's let's like do this fight. And uh they reveal that it's the machines all like it's been the machines all along, but then they kill Charles and Eric, and then they get reborn without that knowledge. Like so their reborn selves don't know that machines are the end game. Okay, but the reader does. But the readers do. Yeah. And the readers have you. known it since House of X, Powers of X, as far yeah. as I uh, remember. But it's a, like a reminder. Like, no, don't forget, yeah. like, this is the real enemy. Right. It's these guys. Right. Yeah. And they beat them in a fight. How crazy is that? Like, mm. Nimrod and Omega beat Charles and Eric. Yeah, because I, I feel like logically you would imagine that Magneto against any robot is going to win. Yeah. But he does not, um, mainly, they use a power dampener, um, which I think it they really do. helps in that. Yeah. Um, but And Nimrod pulls himself together, too, after he yeah. explodes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So there, there was a lot of, there was a lot of, this was a very jam-packed issue. Uh, uh, literally every page, I was like... Oh my God! What's happening next? <laughs> oh, was, is, this, is this Hickman's last uh, last X Men yes. title? Yeah, it is. So wow. it's no longer Hickman going forward. Yeah, but he'll come back, I think, for Act Three. That's as far yeah. as I know. Uh, he has an Act Three planned to finish it all off, mm-hmm. and he said in interviews that Act Two can go on for however long it needs to go. So it, that can just keep spinning its wheels, and then when you finally want to end it, when you're done with the stories to tell, Act Three comes in and we can kind of move on from here, you know? All right, so it's not permanent. This is just like, a, he's taking a little break. He's doing independent, like, creator-owned stuff. He's doing the, that... Um, what's it called? What's it called? Uh, it's a book word. It's a word that has to do... Uh, starts with an S. Lo- like, lo- right. it's not loose leaf, but it's kind of like... like It's a subscription-based service, it's a new, right? Yeah, it's a new thing. Oh, Substack. Is that- Substack. Substack. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um... And so a lot of these, a lot of these creators are going to Substack, and Hickman is like, okay, cool. So I, I don't. There's so much that happens in Inferno. And we don't even have enough time to talk about it. But like Doug Ramsey coming in at the last second. So he, Doug Ramsey stops more uh, Mystique and and Destiny from killing Moira. Yeah. Um, basically, because he's like, if you kill her, you'll be sent into the pit um forever and i don't want that to happen i want you on the quiet council effectively was his motivation i think um so moira now made a human because she's being shot with this gun that gets rid of her yeah. powers and she has um, a warlock arm that is surveilling her yeah it's uh, uh so mm. she she's probably not gonna i imagine she'll die eventually because i don't think many people are gonna like her right strangely enough right <laughs> so but she also, was basically sent off alive, um, which is surpri- which was a surprise again. Yeah. I was like, damn it, I wanted to see her die. But uh, yeah. two two things. One is precogs can come back now, so we mm-hmm. can bring precogs back from the dead. Uh, they didn't have precogs back from the dead because of Moira, but now that Moira's gone, precogs will be able to come back. Uh, mm-hmm. Which blindfold, blindfold uh, can come back, and she and is it Legion had a relationship. Uh, yeah, so maybe maybe that will come up in Legion of X. Yeah, um, you know, uh, but then also there's a there's a point, dude, Albert. Ah, uh, Inferno number four, man. Like, uh, there's a point where 
they're at a stalemate. They're at like like uh, uh, a Mexican standoff because like there's Mora, there's Mystique and Destiny trying to kill Mora. Doug Ramsey comes in and he's like, hey, uh, don't kill her. And so there's this like weird thing. And then Destiny's like, Mystique, well, Mystique turns to Destiny and she's like, what do you see? And Destiny's like, there are only three outcomes out of this event. One is, I, I, I'm going to have to paraphrase, but basically one is we kill Moira. They, uh, Mystique dies. Destiny stays on the, no, no, no. Destiny dies. Mystique stays on the Quiet Council, but they never resurrect Destiny ever. Uh, and Mystique doesn't want that. Then there's another outcome where they kill Moira and Mystique dies and they may resurrect her later. And then there's another one where they let Moira live and they all kind of go their separate ways. Something like that. Okay. So they decide um, to keep her alive. Yeah. So they decide, they're like, because Mystique and Destiny are in love, right? They're like Starcraft yeah. lovers. They've been apart for so long. They chose their own love, I guess, in a way. Their and love over is, vengeance. This is Moira's last life. Uh, she might have well, one more. I think she, she won't because she won't because she's not a mutant anymore. Yeah, right? now she's so, not a mutant. Oh, they so took away her mutant. They took away her mutant powers, oh, so she can point. die. And she was yeah. supposed to have one more life in the chamber too. So is she going to be in Krakoa? And they kick her no, out? No, she 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 gets a head start and she leaves and nobody can find her now. Oh snap! Doug, yeah. Doug Man, so she's like leave. a she's a she's a villain now. Yeah. Now did this like happen in one issue? She just switched like that. Uh, she reveals her master plan, I think. Her master plan okay. is take away mutantum before mutantum kind of manifests. Yeah. Wow. wow. I yeah. think I think there's been there's definitely been hints because I do remember obviously in House of X, Powers of X, she spent one of her whole lives creating the cure yeah. for mutantism. Um, and then she immediately asked Destiny and Mystique kill her. She's like, oh well, maybe we'll try living i like to live kind of thing um but clearly never mm. quite gives up that dream of being human yeah wow um it was an intense it was uh, yeah it was definitely intense uh, was x was x-men as intense because i didn't read x-men so uh, x oh, oh yeah let's uh, let's talk about x-men number six because i felt like in this issue they finally could move forward now yes. that inferno is done um Let's talk about X-Men number six. Uh, Danny, I'll let you I'll let you go. Sure. So in X-Men number six, I guess most importantly, I would argue as a runoff from what we've just spoken about in Inferno is that Orcus has uh, created their own, they've claimed Phobos, which is the moon of Mars, right. um, for their own. It was that, uh, it's that one red-skinned guy. Yeah. That, like, that wanted, I don't know, Albert, have you been reading X-Men? A little bit, not all the way, but yes, I've been reading it. There's that billionaire that wanted to colonize Mars. He tinkered with his own genetics, so he has powers. We had, don't see it until now. Uh, and he wanted to colonize Mars, but then the mutants already colonize it, so he goes and tries to colonize Phobos, the moon. Mm -hmm. So, and he works with Orcus. Uh, sorry, yeah, Danny. Which, which, which the robots are in parallel with Orcus, yeah. which is why mm. that's an important thing to mention, um, coming right. off of Inferno. Uh, but basically, we get introduced to a new hero, Captain Kokoa, um, who is kind of looks like, if you've ever seen My Hero Academia, uh, his suit kind of looks like Deku's in that, but with flowers. Yeah. Um, so 
which is an interesting concept. But as it turns out, we learn that Captain Kakoa is actually Scott Summers. This issue takes place six days in the future. And sometime in this six day gap between what we know, Scott died in a very publicly way. And the Quiet Council has been like, you can no longer be Cyclops because we can't let the world know. That, that resurrection is real. That oh. resurrection is real. Yeah. So now he has to be Captain Krakoa um, instead, of, instead of Cyclops. And he looked very upset about that. And the issue ends with him calling his reporter buddy and being like, are you free to talk, kind of? Yeah, so. but, but his reporter buddy is Phil Urich, or uh, Ben Urich, uh, mm -hmm. from, from, I guess, the Daily Bugle, uh, yeah. or wherever he's working. He was going to leak the, he was going to run the story that Krakoa is capable of resurrecting mutants, and yeah. has resurrection, because only the mutants know about this, right? And so, uh, but turns out he, he's been mind wiped, and we don't know how. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's like, I, I, I don't know Cyclops at all. What's yeah. that? When Scott's talking to him, he's like, I'm, oh, I know your buddy Cyclops. And he's like, I've never spoken to Cyclops in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. But they wow. had the previous Man. issue uh, or mm -hmm. the issue before that. So there's some, some shenanigans going on in the X-Men universe. And yeah, I'm here for it. It's, this is the best X-Men's like ever been. This is definitely. crazy ass shit. Well, also, it's been really nice because we've spoken a couple of times to Michi that X-Men, the new um, 2021 version of X-Men that started where on issue six now has yeah. been really slow and kind of not really gone anywhere. But With now, one shots and stuff, the last couple Now of it is going somewhere. Yeah. So it's very exciting. Yeah, they had to wait for Trial of Magneto to end and Inferno to end to finally like be able to move forward. So they had like a random nightmare issue for October and then they had like a Polaris centric issue and like nothing, not much happened. But now, yeah. boom, baby, we're back. Yeah. 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 X, that's, X. that's how I feel about, that's how I feel about Nightwing. I feel like, I mean, I'm not trying to change With topics, future but state, like, no. right? Yeah, it was just, there was, or, or, or not future state. Um, not future uh, state, uh, fear, fear state, state, fear state. Yeah. There are a lot of states, states out there. There's 50 states <laughs> in the union, plus some um, uh, territories. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a fan of crossovers anymore. I feel like they're kind of overdoing it. I mean, it's a, it's like two a year. It's a lot. I'm yeah. a little over these. But they're, they're fairly self-contained, right? It's yeah. not like it was a DC-wide fear state thing. So. That's I true, but, I, it's, but DC, half of DC is Batman. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. it's like Nightwing and like you know, there's this. I mean, you, but you're right. I, I get your point. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, that was X Men Six. Uh, what else uh, did you guys read that was uh really good, or I guess really bad that you don't? I mean, you know, try to stay more positive than negative. But you know, what else did you guys read? Um, I read Batman. I binged read all of Batman today. Oh, okay. Uh, I went, I, I went from one hundred nine to one nineteen. Uh, so I went, I went hard. I was like, <laughs> all of Batman since 1939. <laughs> exactly. All of it. All of thousand issues. No, uh, just like the last 10 issues. Uh, I, I read all of Fear State today and I thought it was good. You know, I'm really sad that Tinian's, uh, not Tinian, um, well, Tinian's done, but Jorge Jimenez, his artwork His eyes so, so phenomenal. Oh my God. I was, and, and then the, the new artwork is still very good too. Batman is always going to bring the best creators, but um, I... I, I, it's it's a little sad in my heart. I'm like, damn, they they could have gotten more. They could have done more. 
Yeah, I, I love Jimenez's his art too. He's one of my favorite artists. Um, he's on the new Wonder Woman book now, though. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, that's great. Uh, James Tinian is on Wonder Woman right now? No, no, no. Um, Jorge Jimenez is oh, on. Okay, yeah, yeah. The... I like the new Wonder Woman right now. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's finally back. I mean, it didn't come out this week, but like the new Wonder Woman is finally like Diana's back from multiversal travel or, or through the heavens or wherever she was. She's back. So that's kind of cool where Wonder Woman's going right now. But um, did you guys like Batman 119? Is it is it fair to come back? Like, can I come back? Because I didn't like the whole Fear State stuff. Is you it could totally come back? come back without what happened in Fear State. Okay, good. So yeah. you'd, be, you'd be totally fine. Um, I think it's, it's a different writer and it's a different artist. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. 118 um, onwards, right? The last yeah. two, two issues, essentially. Okay. 118 and 119 go well together. Um, okay. And it's a brand new situation like completely different they're they're left gotham that's that's how that's how far away it is and it's good because gotham needs a break my god yeah it's like yeah it's they've been uh, anybody who lives in gotham what why yeah what's the deal yeah most ridiculous thing ever at this point i'd rather live in bloodhaven and bloodhaven used to be (laughs) worse right bloodhaven used to be worse and then now i don't know if you guys read the most recent nightwing comic where it was literally like I, it, it reminded me of Tintin for some reason. And it was just this, like, it was a full, like, the whole issue was just a, a left to right side Continuous scroll. image. Yeah. 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 It uh, was really and, cool. And you see the Blood uh, Bloodhaven citizens and whatnot, and I thought that was cool. Um, yeah. It reminded me a lot of, like, Birds of Prey, the movie Birds of Prey, where you see a lot of the people. And it kind of reminded me of that, which I love. Um, uh, yeah, I'd rather stay in Bloodhaven then. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's they like, I just like, it's, it's terrorism, right? Like that's the, that's the big thing. I studied politics when I was in college and yeah. um, terrorism is literally people who cre- intentionally create terror. Right. And that's literally what God, I think that's what they can change Gotham's name to like terror. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're constantly living in a state of, you know, paranoia is, is, um, is this water okay to drink? Oh, right. Is air okay? What is about this, this fish with a smile? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, like literally everything. Um, yeah, I don't know I mean, how you could trust yourself living in Gotham. Like no. at this point, in just in the last year, there's been like the Bane and then Scarecrow and the A Day attack and everything. Like it's like I feel like at this point you'd be like, and I think I think technically in continuity, I don't think there's been that much time that's passed since Batman became Batman and the current age. Like I think uh, it's really like now it is. Ever since like, Infin- Infinite Frontier, it's been a good amount of time now. But like, I think I think it's like I think relatively everything that's happened is maybe like ten years tops, right? Like from uh, Batman becoming Batman. I, I disagree. That I disagree. It's like you have to twelve, yeah. and he's twenty two now. He's not twenty two. Nightwing has to be 20s, older. Sure. Nightwing has to be old twenties, early. Well, it depends. Whether Tim you- Drake is sixteen. He's not it's, uh, Tim Drake. Tim Drake graduated is, in. Uh, yeah, but now he now he's back to being young again. I don't I don't agree. Wasn't now, he going to college? Oh, he's yeah. I think he was sixteen because I think in in Tinian's Detective Comics series he was yeah. like saying that he's sixteen going to college. Yeah. Uh, I I refuse to believe it. I refuse <laughs> to believe it. Uh, but you may be correct. I'm not saying you guys are incorrect, but but I. Yeah, I don't. I don't buy it. I, I, yeah, I don't buy it. I'm gonna make a TikTok. I'm gonna make a TikTok of what I think the ages are. But Bruce is definitely meant should. to be like 
early to mid thirties. He no, should be. No yeah. way. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. No, he's early forties. Bruce is so early forties. I, I think he should. He should be early forties. With when you take into consideration everything that's happened, but he's definitely. I think what age? Be. What age should Dick be? What like in, in what? What, what do you think it should be? Yeah. Me? Okay. Yeah. This is this is the way I see the breakdown. I'm gonna set Tim Drake at eighteen. That's the way where I'm setting Tim Drake. Uh, I would set Jason Todd at twenty two four years older uh and i would i would put uh i would put nightwing at uh 27 i feel like okay. that's a that's a good spread uh yeah. uh 27 and it depends on whether nightwing became robin when he was eight or when he was 12 because i feel mm-hmm. like different takes there are different takes yeah whether robin is an eight-year-old kid or not i don't eight know year old i so I, that's I the way he started right didn't he start at that's- eight that's bonkers. I have worked with lots of eight-year-olds. And I like, know. I, and with, like, athletes. There is no way right. an eight-year-old is playing Robin. That's crazy. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I think eight is too young. But I would say, like, from 12 to 27, it's been 15 years. And uh, that roughly fits with Batman starting and uh, being 40, let's just say. Batman started at 25. Now he's 40. That's a good spread. Yeah, I, th- I think 15 years uh, as like a total time between Batman starting and current age yeah. is makes sense because Robin's 14, yeah. uh, Damian Wayne is 14. Uh, um, also, also, sorry, a side note, when we get to Superman, Son of Kal-El, that's another issue. I want to talk about Damian in that, but continue. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but even if you take into consideration that that's 15 years, that's 15 years of a lot of fucked up shit happening in Gotham. That would make me. Yeah, yeah. Was my was my general point. Yeah. I would say, by the way, I officially say seventeen years of Batman because I say two years later he gets Robin and Robin and to Nightwing it's been fifteen years. That's just my that's my spread. But you guys I aren't that, wrong. That sounds like a reasonable timeline. I think. But it's I can tell you right now that they are definitely thinking that Bruce Wayne is like mid thirties. No, like the, the the way that he for sure. I that's wild. That's a wild thing to think about. Yeah, that's because... not. That's not. I don't. I don't buy it. Also, whether he whether he should be is a different right, question right. completely. But I think that is the intention. I need oh, in yeah. text citations of them <laughs> trying to pin where Bruce is because, like, sometimes they don't. They like. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they've been drawing Bruce a little bit older these days you know like they, they know he they, has some age on him it isn't new 52 batman it's like batman has some age on him you know uh instead of eligible bachelor he's getting into that zaddy territory right that's what they say <laughs> that's what they say you know when i when i read a batman story i'm thinking he's in his 40s like that's yeah. my, that's always where my brain goes because like he's i think he's like because if he's got this whole family of people that he's trained and like got experience and he's saved the world and fight against aliens he's got to be a little like tired <laughs> you know like yeah, yeah. And, uh, he's got to be for he's got to be in his 40s that, that's why I, when i'm reading it, that's why i say right for the for the, the the stories to make sense you need time you know what i mean like yeah you need time for for dick to grow up you need time for him to stop being Robin and for Jason Todd to be Robin for a year or two. And then you need time for like Batman to get like bloodthirsty after Jason's death and Tim Drake comes in. And then you need time for Damien to come in. Like that's a lot of time. Like to the point where like is 15 years enough time for four Robins? I don't know. 
it's it's uh, I, you just gotta assume that literally every day it's a whole it's a whole disaster. I mean that's going on. Yeah. that's I mean that's Batman, right? <laughs> every day there's something. Mister Freeze gets out on like a technicality. He's like, you know, <laughs> he gets out of Arkham and then he's robbing some uh, some hockey team. You know. And then tomorrow there's an alien invasion, and then when you come back from from you know Mars, then uh, you know poison ivy is uh, messing with the flowers. <laughs> right. Uh, talk about living living in Gotham. I don't want to get too far on it, but like dating yeah. in Gotham has to be rough. And I'm I'm trying to work on some TikToks about dating in Gotham because, <laughs> like, as a as a woman, dating in Gotham that has to be like bonkers because any guy is a serial killer because there's a lot of serial killers in gotham they just all hang out together but like as a guy it would also be more weird like is this poison ivy in disguise is she gonna kiss me and now i die like what is going on here is it harley just trying to like 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 date again but then joker's gonna kill you for dating harley i don't know <laughs> either way you're dead yeah yeah you're, you're not making it <laughs> it's a rough time it's a rough time uh Tell tell me about uh, Detective Comics ten forty seven. Did anyone read that? I did read that. Um, you're, you're all about that Batman life, right? I love DC so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Detective Comics. Um, this is kind of like the start of a new era of Detective Comics. Okay. Um, so the the last week's issue of Detective Comics was Dan Mora's last issue, which was the artist Mariko Tamaki. The writer is still on it. Mm -hmm. um which is a shame because I love Dan Morris art as well um but it looks like this is no longer being a Batman book it's a bat fan book similar to how it was uh for James Tinian's run on Detective Comics I love that run of, of Detective Comics yeah it's one of my favorite runs too um but basically it's this tower of um Arkham that's been built in Gotham and it looks like we've gone forward a bit in the future and mm -hmm. So we're seeing a glimpse of it. Almost the entire Batfam is involved. Um, it's Helena, uh, Bertinelli, uh, Batwoman, all three Batgirls, um, and Dick Grayson is there too. And there seems to be a lot of shit that's going down. We don't know what's happened yet because a lot of it was Barbara being like, Dick, can you hear me? Steph, can you hear me? Um, yeah. And then towards the end, we get more and more reveals um it was a really good issue um and it would probably be another good starting point if you're looking to get into detective comics so all right um i need to get back in is is this a good starting point this issue this, this yeah this is this issue would be a good starting point because it was the end of the may nakano stuff that happened and like the weird like um hugo vile arc that was okay. in detective comics yeah. um but yeah so it's 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 another fresh point um so okay but do you think one. so like i i've been i picked up a lot of detective comics mm -hmm. um and then i just like stopped reading them because i felt like they were it was more enjoyable reading them back to back just yes. for that specifically i don't know why because the, the, the issues all felt very short and like quick mm -hmm. um and also like it didn't feel like it paired well with what was happening in batman so I, I stopped. I stopped picking them up. Do you think this is going to be as good as you know the other stuff that DC has too? I th I think it will be decent. It's it's hard to say because I think Mariko Tamaki, who's the writer, can be slightly hit or miss. Um, but I really enjoyed the last Detective Comics run. Okay. Um, 
but that one I do think was better if you binge read from the Infinite Frontier issue to kind of like yeah. the last issue. Um, again, because of all the fear state stuff that was happening, it was kind yeah. of like, wait, Batman's with Scarecrow, but he's here with Nakata. Like it was just, it, it, it's a weird vibe when I think both books of Batman and different important things are happening in both right. books. Um, so I think it's good that it's going to become not a Batman book. I love so, Detective yeah. Comics being a Bat family book. Yeah. Agreed. It just makes the yeah. most sense, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're not going to give, like, Cassandra Kane is that her name? Yeah, Cassandra yeah. Kane. Yeah. Yeah, you're, like, giving her her own series, it's, that's a huge risk. Right. But throwing her in a story. Especially in current DC. Current DC is not about taking risks on their ongoings. They take the risks on the miniseries, right? The limited series. Sorry, continue, Albert. Uh, was Booster and Gold successful? Because uh, is that doing well? I don't, I don't know. It was only what six issues. Yeah, it might uh, still be going. I, I, that that was like one of those risks where I'm like, did it go well? I don't hear anybody talking about yeah. it. you know. Uh, I don't know. I I read it and I thought it was kind of cool the way they incorporated modern social media into Booster and his mm-hmm. shenanigans. Um, I didn't read the most recent issue, but I was keeping up with it. It was okay, okay. if you like those characters. Uh, was it the best thing they've ever done together? No. Yeah. But, you know. Um, so, just, we were talking about Batman. There was, um, it was, did you, did you read it, Dimitri? Uh, which, uh, I haven't read any Batman lately. Uh, oh, other okay. Than, other yeah. than specific uh, uh, characters and their, you know, titles. Okay. It, I, the last two issues... Uh, well, the new one, I think it was 189 or no, 89? Uh, 119? 119. 119. Yeah. It was good. It was good. The new artist is really good. It's surprising. Um, or it's not surprising, but it's just like, it's good. Yeah. Uh, especially just after, um, you know, Julio Jimenez just left. And then um, I, they, they have a new character. I've never heard of him. Um, and he, uh, he's very powerful. Um, mm-hmm. He like, he rocks Batman. Yeah. And the issue kind of ends with like Batman in this state that's very similar to Danny's room. Uh, just like in complete darkness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that last page where he's like, oh, it's dark. Oh, yeah. so Black uh, eye. Like, so it's just like, there, it's, it, the theme is darkness. Yeah. Um, there's like this really, really dark place. And you know, Batman is kind of like the king of darkness, right? Right, he's the dark so knight. Is, yeah, but this yeah. is like, this is different. This is a different level. Yeah, that's fair. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can I, can I uh, bring up another book that I read yeah. that I think like it's hot right now. Yeah. Um, I went to the comic store. Everybody was picking it up and like you know try, I think they were trying to make some money. Uh, the new Thor. Okay. Did you guys read that? I I didn't read. I've read up to this issue, but I haven't. Uh, I didn't read this issue. Uh, okay. but I'm I'm cool with spoilers. Go for it. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it, okay. is it gonna ruin it? Is it no? I don't. I don't. I think it's overhyped. I think it's a little overhyped because so the, the I I check in prices and see like what are people selling these things for? Because um, I, I sell some comic books too. Like if I I don't I don't want to keep a massive pile mountain of, of my comics, so I I let go of a lot of them. Yeah. But um, basically, there is a war. There's a uh, a god of hammers who uh, stole Mjolnir mm. and um, has been annihilating people. Like like tons of people um, annihilated the people who made Mjolnir. Um, oh yeah, that's uh, right. The dwarves. They they were all yeah. dead, right? Yeah. I oh, read, the, that was like last issue, I think. Yes, and there's there's just so many dead people like everywhere. Um, Thor still beefing with his dad Odin, and then we find out who the god of hammers is. 
Um, so here's the spoiler. Is it gore? Nope. Oh, is it nope. Balder? It's a character. You, you might be able to guess, actually. Is it's, it Balder? No. Is, it is, is different. It frog? <laughs> I think that'd be phenomenal. Yeah. Frog. <laughs> uh, um, I, 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 so, I don't know. Danny, do you want to guess before we get uh, it revealed? I... I'm not well versed in Thor lore, okay. so I, I, okay. my only guess would be Loki, which seems <laughs> no, it's not Loki. That's a good unreasonable. Guess, <laughs> um, it is a, it's a prophecy that is being fulfilled, and uh, it's Mjolnir himself. Mjolnir himself. Mjolnir is a character. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's it's like a it's an embodiment, like an actual figure, and it is Mjolnir. That's interesting given what they built up in the Jane Foster Mighty Thor run, where Mjolnir was part of the god of storm, like the god the storm, the, the queen of storms or whatever, and like Mjol like was infused with Uru, like and that's Mjolnir. But I, I wonder yeah. what the story is behind Mjolnir as a god. We're all we're all looking forward to it. Yeah. And I you know, there's there's so so Donnie Cates, uh, I'm a huge fan of him. I'm a huge, huge fan. I love his writing. I think he, he always makes these characters seem just like so much bigger uh, and like kind of relate to them. He reminds me of like a hip hop writer. Yeah. It's like, it makes you like hip hop writers are really, the rappers are really good at like making you feel rich and powerful. Mm. Uh, and I think Donnie Cates has that same vibe. Um, so, uh, but he also, I think doesn't really waste characters. Um, but he's got a lot of stuff going on in Thor right now. He's got yeah. like the Black Winter still kind of there in the background. He's got this, um, this Thanos that's eventually going to come, who's also got uh, uh, you know the hammer with the Infinity Stones in it, oh, and like yeah. that's that's happening soon. And now he's introduced a new villain, which is um, you say how do you pronounce it? You said Mjolnir. Or Mjolnir? Uh, I say Mjolnir. Yeah, Mjolnir. Okay, but that's like a whole new thing. So it kind of feels like there's a lot going on uh, in Thor, and I'm excited to see what happens. But um, yeah, I'm a big fan of his writing. I think that's going to be a interesting direction they might go in. It's been a good book. And we, we see Frigga really progressing because she um, she's now goddess, goddess of the hunt or something. Um, and she rides a big battle cat and, with, and she has a gatling gun. So basically in the story of Thor right now is essentially Odin and, and Frigga or Freya, depending on, it's the same name, but different. Anyway, uh, she, they've separated, right? They're essentially going through a divorce. And they've both become different people because of it. Like Odin is like getting into f like drunken bar brawls, bar fights, yeah. and like yeah, and 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 she, on the other hand, she's gone off to do her own thing and let's be a better person and a bigger, more stronger person. But she's developed into like the goddess of the hunt or something. And so yeah. because of that, like she's she's kind of she's buff and she's just like kind of very like badass, and she you know. Uh, and I, I think that's really interesting to see how that that is uh, progressing. That's a great point. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I think it's I, I think it's always great, especially like because Thor. You know, the history of Thor is is uh, I don't know, not not I I didn't read a lot of Silver Thor or Bronze Thor or any of that or Copper. Mm -hmm. It's just because it seems so boring, just in my mind. Like yeah. it's, it doesn't. It, and I, so I, it's I'm cool to hear about these like female characters who are like, have been in the background, but now they're like becoming their own and getting like some actual, you know, uh, respect. Right. Uh, I have, I've never been a big Thor fan up until a certain, there's a certain point um, 
where I started reading. I think it's when when Asgard was above Broxton, Oklahoma, or whatever. Uh, I think it was Broxton, Oklahoma. Anyway, when when Asgard was kind of floating there, um, and uh, I think that's roughly when I like started getting into Thor. But I don't. I'm not a big fan of classic Thor. You know. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm down to read it. I'm like I'm on a reading binge yep. with everything. Um, with everything. So, but I, I've heard Jason Aaron's run is like amazing. Um, I, I don't know what else to read from Thor. I'm literally Donny Cates is my introduction. Yeah, Jason Aaron is good. Uh, uh, I'll I'll have to figure I'll have to figure it out. I'm sure. Like like D- Danny said, you're not a big Thor fan. Yeah. No. Uh, 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 well, I mean, I don't read a whole lot of Marvel anyway outside of mm-hmm. X Men. Um, yeah. But I. Jane Voss's Thor run was pretty good. Wasn't oh it? yeah, that run. I think was I've good. read the first couple of issues of that. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a good run. Um, so yeah, definitely. Like, uh, uh, we'll have to do some research and figure out like what's a good place to start with Thor. But Mighty Thor is was a good run. Um, Danny, I did not. I don't know many DC lovers like you. That's awesome. Yeah, That's <laughs> it's great. basically X Men, all of DC, some other random Marvel stuff. Um, is is kind That's of. That's my I'm ranking at. too. <laughs> That's my ranking too. Up until <laughs> like I grew up with mostly dc and then x-men mm-hmm. and x-men is always my number one but then it's x-men like most of dc like uh, i'm i'm like i'm super into like the justice league teen titans young justice uh 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 batman obviously like everything batman and then like avengers used to just be kind of an afterthought i used to not really care i don't really i read the avengers now but i didn't when i was younger i used to like not care who cares about the Avengers? Why have the Avengers when you can have the X-Men? Like Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> how I still feel to this day. Yeah. Um, shit, unpopular opinion now, but it wasn't you know, when yeah. I started reading and comics. <laughs> yeah. They're just they're just a more interesting team, I think. Like just yeah. re- I, so I'm watching the animated show. I'm I'm doing the whole um like I'm just going literally from zero to to, to I'm just, I'm doing the whole thing. Yeah. And it's phenomenal. Which it's one? A phenomenal just the, the animated series. One? Yeah, the, the the original the animated one with like the um they look like Jim Lee's kind of artwork. Wait, awesome we're, designs. Oh, we're talking about X Men. X Men. X Men. Yeah, yeah. yeah the okay. X Men. The X Men animated. Sorry, I was at the uh, the X Men animated animated show. Yeah, and it's like it really does make you feel like oh, who does need the Avengers? Like these power sets are so beast. Yeah, like, like having the so Phoenix good. on your team, you can do yeah. anything. You just te- like you pass you, you uh, teleport wherever you want. Right. Uh, that's the thing about X Men. They are both they are both more godlike than the Avengers, but they are also more human than the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's weird. They're just better. X Men better. All like I've I've been doing a little bit more X Men content content on TikTok lately, and everybody's eating it up because X Men are just better. Yeah. They're the best. And and honestly, like the whole um I, I the animated show has really pushed it really well. The fact that they're just like they're regular people. Yeah. But they just have this weird deform like you know, deformity. Yeah. And like they just don't call it that. Like, yeah. how dare you? This is who we are. Right. And that whole like idea, it just it's so simple. And obviously that's what the X-Men has always been, but it always hits. It always lands. Yeah. yeah like the connection between that and people just being different. I love it. It's, it's, yeah. it yeah. just really is better. Avengers is not bad at all. It's something that like a lot of people can relate to, um, you know, unless you're like a really rich white 
man in his like 40s that's like the CEO right. of some company I imagine you might well, be well then like, you're the X-Men? villain in X-Men number six right <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so like, like in that case I could I, I could understand if you were like I can't relate to the X-Men at all but I think yeah. most people can find like like sympathy for that 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 struggle that the X-Men so constantly find themselves in where they're like hated yeah. by the rest of the world even though people who are mutates are celebrated which is yeah. such a like a random distinction but you know it is right. what it is I, I'm, I'm, I'm flashing back to the scene in X-Men 6 where that, I don't know what his name is. What's that guy's name? Um, let me grab it. What do you mean uh, X-Men 6? Like the, the, the comic book? Uh, the comic yeah. book that just came out where basically oh, the oh, guy okay. is like, we're colonizing Phobos now. And Sunfire, uh, the X-Men are like, oh, Sunfire, go tell him he can't do that. So Sunfire shows up and Sunfire is a pretty strong mutant and he's on the X-Men team. Uh, and he's like, you can't do this. And the guy's like, I'm going to do what I want. And then there's uh, one of the uh, mutants from uh, uh, Araco or Araco, depending on how you're pronouncing it. He comes in and he's like, I will challenge you to a, like a battle. But like the the billionaire guy, whatever his name is, he unhinges. Long. What's it? Faylong. Faylong. Faylong unhinges his jaw, spews out this green plasma energy and it disintegrates this mutant, like this random mutant that like charges at him. Like, you think this mutant's gonna f him up? But like, only things left are his like parts of his arm and legs, because the yeah. rest mm. of it disintegrates. It's pretty messed up. And it's Sunfire's great. like, um, you won't believe what happened here, guys. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna peace out. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna call this one a day. But <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll, we'll deal with this later. Uh, which is interesting for Sunfire because Sunfire normally doesn't like back down. Like Sunfire yeah. is normally very arrogant and uh, bullheaded. Uh, and he <laughs> he goes, he's like, all right, we'll figure this out later. All right. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Uh, X-Men's always mm-hmm. great. Um, I want to touch on Superman's Son of Kal-El, uh, number okay. six. Did you guys read that one? I did read that. Uh, I didn't it's fine. I did. I, there's a lot that I meant to read this, this week and I didn't get a chance to, uh, but I did read Superman, son of Kal-El. Uh, we're dealing a lot with, you know, Kal-El, um, trying to be, trying to figure out what's going on with, uh, that country, Gamora, the country. Gamora, yeah. Uh, and then dealing with his new relationship with, uh, I forget his name. I'm forgetting a lot of names. Sorry. Jay. Jay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and so, uh, is it Jay Nakamura? Is that Nakamura? His? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, uh, he has his relationship, and then we see Damien pop up. What I, the only thing I want to point out, uh, before I give it to Danny, who also read this issue, is that Damien looks aged up, and mm-hmm. he has a new costume. So, this must take place after the whatever's going on with his Robin, uh, issue, uh. And whether he ages up because time travel's involved? In the I most don't recent? think so. And no. the only reason I say that is because the first issue of Son of Kal-El, his design's the exact same, and it's in the middle of the Lazarus tournament. Um, like, uh, John goes to Lazarus Island to oh. talk to Damien. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And I, I, th- I think it's just how John, uh, John Tim draws Damien. Okay. Um, All right. but Because I, I do actually genuinely remember being like, Wait a second. Why do they look the same age? No, and that, that's the only reason I'm saying that is because 
that was genuinely during that arc so that he has to be the same age um it's okay. just it, it's not a style thing all right that's fair it's it's there are certain artists that don't know how to draw kids too yeah like uh like john ramita jr draw like when he draws kids it's just an oversized head that's that's all <laughs> and then you just make them smaller in an oversized head but it's like an adult head it's weird uh, <laughs> uh what do you what do you think about superman son of kal-el number six I really liked it. I actually, I also, I think one thing that I really like about John Taylor's writing, Tom Taylor's writing, not John Taylor, um, is that he includes like these very like human moments in books. And so one thing that I liked in this one was when Robin's like, haha, you're dating that guy. Like, yeah. good for you. Yeah, it was just like, it was like a very clearly like good best friend moment. Um, and I also think it's great that he's acknowledging that even with the age difference now that they're still friends and obviously this is Superman Robin um comic that's coming out at the end of this month but uh wait what's the comic coming out at the end of the month Superman and Robin they're getting a team of oh. comic yeah it's a it's a one issue um at oh. the end of this month so okay it's called Superman and Robin cool. yeah. <laughs> so that's cool yeah um also as a per and it's just a personal thing I like the idea that Damien and John are just friends I don't want Damien and John to be dating um, regardless because people ship who they want to ship and I get it. But at the same time, like not only is there an age gap between the two, I also just want them to be friends. I want two guys to be friends yeah. and that's okay. And that, yeah, that's just, that's just what I want for Damien and John. You know, I love the fact that like John's dating a reporter with, who has intangibility powers, but he seemed like Jay seems very similar to Lois Lane, which I think is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, I want that. Damien, yeah. I, I don't want, you know? Yeah. I uh, mean, also right now, Damien's like 14 and John's 18. Right. Um, so that would be a strange relationship. Right. Also, Damien, Damien um, is digging flatline on that island. So it's either Damien is straight or Damien is bi which is fine either way, but I like flatlining him together or at least whatever's going on with him and flatline. Yeah. Interestingly, I literally never picked up on him and flatline having a thing until the comic covers had to spell out for me where they were like, well, they weren't they? And I was like, will they? Well, what about the manga, <laughs> the manga that he reads? Wasn't there like a, yeah. like in the comic, there's like a manga that he Maybe reads? Maybe he just likes Shoujo, you know? Like, I was just like, oh, like, he's just into it, you know? Yeah. He's, uh, he's having a good time. Um, yeah. I And like, the, it definitely was a romance manga that he was reading. I just like, never was like, oh, and he's also into Flatline. I was just I, like, I oh, that's just good buddies. It, but that's just me. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, that probably makes a lot of sense. I just genuinely never picked it up until the comics, the covers yeah. literally told me that this was something that was happening. Right. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, then. <laughs> um uh as we as we like we we got we got a little bit more time left but i just want to make sure that we get time to talk about these indie comics that you guys have read because i don't cool. like to uh even though i don't read the indie comics like not all of them at least like uh you guys read some 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 big ones this week um what did uh what did you guys read I'm gonna go pull mine in the back, Dean, and you can start. I mean, I have one that I want to show. I just forgot the title. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, well, I'll start with one that I'm pretty sure Albert didn't read. So that is um uh Panther. Yeah, Panther. 
um, which it was a first issue comic. It's by, oh God, Behemoth Comics, maybe? Um, I literally picked it up because I thought the cover was really cool. Uh, Dynamite. Um, Dynamite Comics. Yeah. I picked it up because the cover was cool and we all know that you should judge a book by its cover. Uh, <laughs> but basically it is um, based on Egyptian mythology, which is always really cool to get like a different set of, of, of mytho- mythos than we typically yeah. get. Um, but basically at some point the Egyptian, uh, Egyptian goddess, I think Sekhmet, um cursed a person with the rage and that person was like a panther and they were cursed with this forever whatever uh but now it turns out that the gods need this person's help panther's help um and so they have to go to her for help um and there's like a lot of egyptian mythology things coming and there's like cool monsters which are both things that i enjoy so Mm. it was it was a pretty decent issue the art style wasn't the same as the comic cover, which I was disappointed with, but it was still all right. It was like it was a decent, it was a decent art style, so I enjoyed it. Just the name alone reminded me that there used to be a Teen Titans character named Pantha, but she died in Infinite Crisis when Superboy Prime killed her, and she has not been spoken about since. Classic Superboy <laughs> Prime. Yeah, yeah, she left. She's actually dead. Dead. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. So few people are in comics, but she is. <laughs> yeah, it's the least popular ones. It's like, it makes sense. Um, yeah. Um, is Pantha worth picking up, Danny? I, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, I think if you're... See, I have a degree in classics, so I really enjoy mythology as a whole. Um, I also really like any sort of comic um so i'm not very picky i enjoyed it it's a glowing review from danny okay uh so there you go (laughs) uh albert what'd you what'd you read this uh this week okay so i i picked up um bylines in the blood in blood okay i have Um, that i have it uh i have it prepped if you should i show yours or should i oh no go ahead you can show yours sure Um, it has it has a uh, uh, one variant, as far as I know, there's two covers. Oh, okay. So be, yeah. You know, uh, uh, what about it? Okay, so it is a uh, somewhat futuristic story, maybe like fifty years into the future, where there's a pandemic and a virus goes out, and um, there's also um, a new relationship with media, where truth is something that is not even like a real term anymore. No one knows what truth really is. Media is always claiming to have their own truth and people kind of build their reality based on what they choose. It's not like, it's very obvious what this is inspired by, right? It's it's our current day world. So if you like stories that are about, you know, what's happening right now, or you want to escape and like not think about that kind of stuff at all, I think that's really like, who's it for, right? So I like those kinds of stories. I like to kind of see what are people's perspectives and stories. But at, at, at the end of the day, this is a detective story, and uh, it's a journalist. So basically, there's this woman who uh, she, you could tell she's a journalist, but she's kind of been um, beat up uh, with that, that job, and now she just like hustles and does her own thing. She's kind of like a, like an alias character, uh, or what's her name, um, uh, Jessica Jones, or just is it Jessica Jones? Yeah. So uh, no powers though, nothing like that. But she's just like she gets jobs done. And um, she finds out that her ex-boss, who ran a publishing company, who is uh, has a newspaper, 
and like his, his job is to build the truth. He'd just been murdered. So she's trying to find out who is the person who kills her. Um, the the thing that really just like impressed me about this book are is the artwork, especially the colors. So I've never really been a person who like pays attention to colors in comics very much. Like, I mean, I pay attention, but I'm not like, like, oh man, the colors are mind blowing. But the colors are mind blowing in this. Like they were just so, it, it, it set the, the, the environment really well. Like you knew you were reading something futuristic. Um, and the, the, just like the inking was very clean and cut. I, I really liked this comic a lot. I was super impressed and it was $5 and it felt like I was getting a bargain. So, and that's my favorite experience when I'm reading a comic book to know, like, this was only $4. Because, <laughs> you know, these Batman books are like $6. And, yeah. like, sometimes you feel like this was a, they got me, you know? Yeah. Uh, something that uh, I didn't get to talk about previously, but I did talk about it on the best of 2021. Wonder Woman Historia, it's like an eight-buck comic. It is amazing. And you mentioned colors. Colors in that, yeah. like, have you read it? Have you guys read it? Oh, uh, that that might be my favorite book of the year. It, it is amazing. I bought it because I did. We did a Secret Santa for my play, and I bought it as one of my like gifts to my person. Uh, and uh, uh, I mean, it is a gift. Like, yeah. did you read it and then gift it? I read it. I, I read it separately, and then okay. a couple weeks later, I, I when I was reading it, I thought to myself, "This is a good gift." So I read it anyway, mm. and then I bought it and then um, bought it in print and then gifted it. So no, I didn't, I didn't open it. Cause I was like- I, I was wondering if you like bought it and then you were like, well, while we're waiting, I'll just give it to Reese. <laughs> no, I, I, the only reason I bought it, and this is kind of my, my thing is like, I like to know whether it's good before I buy it. Cause I don't have just, I don't have that much money. So I try to give back to the ones that really like are good, you know? And so yeah. um, that's why I like, I tend to buy more trade paperbacks than I do like single issues you know uh but Wonder Woman Historia book one amazing I can't I mean I think there's three books on it but but like it is a book like yeah it is it's definitely it's just like it's it's I I think what's most impressive about that book is every panel is just like whoa right this is this could have been a cover like this is and so it's Phil Jimenez right like I never knew anything about Phil Jimenez and when I saw it, I was like, okay, now I need to follow this man. Now I need to like learn everything about him because this is, it, it was a, it's one of those books, game changer of an experience. Like it, it just, you know, with the whole magazine format and I'm, I'm holding the book and I'm like, should I even open the pages all the way? Like, is this yeah. going to be like a, you know, a, a permanent thing in my life? <laughs> it is. Yes. It's a work of art. It's, it's definitely a work of art and like a must read for, I think anyone. I've, yeah. I like it's it's the type of book like teachers need to have it in their class as like classical not classical but like contemporary literature you know yeah I think it's a great example of what um not even a great example is it's, it's a it's an example of how great a comic can be just from not even knowing anything right. like you don't need to know Wonder Woman you no. can just dive in and you're like it's kind of not really about her either right it's like no it's about the that, that whole mythology did yeah. you read it Danny? I didn't, um, but actually the last time on the show, you had read it, Dimitri, and you said oh, okay. it was really good. Is it because and... I was too late on it? Because I, I remember talking about it a week after it came out, because I was like, I can't believe I did I missed it that week. 
because I would have just made that my pick of the week. Yeah, it it, it, it could have been. It could have been a week later then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but I remember being like, I will lock that away. My gotta. I, st- I still haven't picked it up. So yeah, it's it's worth it. You were going to be so happy you did. I mean, I'll be honest. I think a part of the experience was like not really. I, I stumbled on it. I didn't know anything. I was just like, oh, cool. Like, that's a cool cover. Right. I guess this is that's a nice title. And, like, the cover is cool. So I was like, I picked it up, and I was on the train reading it, and I was just like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> is anybody talking about this? Right. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I just kept thinking about how a wonderful gift it would be. So <laughs> I was like, all right. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry to derail it there. Uh, there were a couple no, no, other indie titles that you guys read. If you guys can, like, sum up your 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 experiences real quick with those indie titles because uh, we are running out of time um but uh uh we can kind of uh wrap things up from there okay sure um another one i read was no holds barred issue number two um it's oh, okay. entirely in iambic pentameter is uh, that different than the first issue or no it's yeah the first issue is the same um oh, it's okay. basically if shakespeare was a superhero um is the premise and it's very fun it's a very fun read i really like the art style yeah all right all right uh albert you got one this is my last indie um it was from matt kint apache delivery service uh it's basically like this story about this uh native american he's not apache he's i think he's navajo and he's uh fighting in vietnam Mm -hmm. and he's a badass he's just like he likes being alone he likes killing people and um it's okay i didn't love it i'll be honest i think it was um i think it was interesting but like sometimes when i'm reading um when i'm looking at comic books i don't yeah i if i'm looking at the artwork and it's not inspiring i'm like okay well the writing's gonna make up for it and the writing was just like it was okay. I, I shrugged my shoulders, kind of. So I'm not gonna pick up number two. Um, but you know, if people like war stuff, um, they might like it more. It just seemed like people being evil and yeah. just for evil's sake. Not nothing. There's no. There was no like uh, moral piece to it at all. Right. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, did you guys read Noctera? I read the the special, yeah. The special, okay, because mm-hmm. I, I I know that there's a series, right? Is there a series, yeah. a mini series? So but this one's a special. So it's an ongoing series, um, but only the first six issues have come out, and then it's continuing on at the end of this month, maybe the start of next month. Um, okay. is when it picks back up. Uh, but basically, the special was the origin story of Blacktop Bill. Um, and also like kind of a little bit about what happened. Noctera is a world in which the sun has suddenly gone out and anything caught in no light turns into like this evil monster. So there's like all these really cool like visual stuff that has to happen. Like they use a lot of fairy lights um, and everything to light everything up. And there's the main character in the regular story is like a delivery driver who takes people from wherever they are to like a safe camp. Um, It's a really great story. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, either, so. it's a movie it's gonna be a movie it's and, yeah be so it's being picked too. up for a series oh um, so and it you can see it like it's i mean it, it's hard to film you know in the dark but this is gonna be all in the dark and it's gonna be with monsters and people you love turning into zombies but they're not really zombies it's, it's cool okay uh, i agree i didn't read it yet um blacktop is a but i know that i've been reading the six issue series blacktop is a terrifying character Okay. So it's very, I'm, I'm super excited to read this also just because like he's, you could tell he's, he's, uh, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm guessing 
he's he's had a crazy life. That, does that mean does that right sound right, Danny? Uh, he's a he's an interesting guy for sure. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, I love hearing about you guys like when the guests come on and talk indie comics because like I don't have time to be going through all the indie comics. There's a lot of indie comics, right? For yeah. like for every thirty issue or thirty series that like Marvel and DC are putting out per week. Like there's 60 other issues of, of other something, you know? So yeah. um, it's good to know like what is worth picking up, like Nice House on the Lake or Stray Dogs. Those are two that like I started reading because you guys were like reading it, you know? Or like yeah. um, Radiant Black, I, I'm almost all caught up on. Uh, I think I'm mm-hmm. missing like the last issue. And so good to know. If you Not like yeah. House on the Lake, I would also suggest picking up something as Killing the Children, okay. um, which is a phenomenal series. Okay. Yeah. All right. The Department of Truth is good. Um, if you like conspiracy theories. Yeah. Um, and like it's like it's kind of like Sinkowitz art. It's like very like messy. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh Noctera, I I think it's easy to love it. It's easy to love. Okay. Um Scott's, you know, it's like a Scott Snyder book. So it's like, yeah. you know how how he writes. Yeah. Um so another one that I read that's it feels like it's independent. I read World of Krypton. Um, okay. And Danny, like you were saying, the cover is completely different than the interior art. Um, so much so, I feel like I got misled. Um, it yeah. is completely different. The characters have big heads. Like, is it John Romita way- Jr.? <laughs> uh, no, but it's it, it almost reads like it looks like a childish book. Okay. Literally, that's how big their heads are. And oh. You're like you're confused, um, and it like talks about like the Phantom Zone, and it's it's not very good. Okay. Um, it's 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 okay. Um, I'm not. I think if you're a big Superman fan, then it's like yeah, definitely read this. But yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, there were a couple other books that came out this week. We don't have time to uh, really talk about. But if you got a couple words as I introduce these books, I'm just going to show pictures of it for the live stream and then just uh, mention it suicide squad 11 came out um i've it's been kind of lackluster this run but that's just what i think um amazing spider-man 84 uh came out and it's you know ben riley focused and uh, i didn't get to read that one um but you know uh it's all right it's like an almost weekly comic so it's like i'll catch up uh black widow 13 i've i've liked the black widow comics up until this point um Oh, I don't have any images prepped for that one. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I missed that. Uh, Captain America, Iron Man 2. It's like a duo book. Don't know how long that's going to be for, you know. Um, Captain Marvel 35. Where are all these images? I had prepped a lot of images for this. Darkhold Omega. Were you guys a big fan of the Darkhold kind of thing that was happening? I haven't I read any of the Darkhold yeah. issues. I wasn't I really heard they're good, but I haven't read any. Yeah, I wasn't really interested. Um, uh, oh, I know what happened. I might have. Okay. All right. Electra, black, uh, black, white, and blood. Red, white, and blood. Black, white, and blood. Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway. Yeah. That's a, I think, an anthology series because Deadpool had one uh, very similar. Uh, and then there was like Wastelanders Doom, um, where they, they've been exploring the old man Logan world and they're calling that, that's the Wastelanders world. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've done the Wasteland Avengers before. They did a little mini series, and now they're doing like one shots on it. So, you know, a lot of cool comics that came out this week, and I'm super lucky that I have you guys to talk to about it. So, thank you guys so much for coming on the show and uh, being a part of Comic Talk this week. 
thanks for having us on. Yeah, yeah. thank you. You guys are all, always awesome. I, I, okay, like we do a lot of shows here at the Keeg. I love Comic Talk. is very specific. It's a very specific show, and the audiences uh, have to also be very specific and and in for a niche kind of show. But like, I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Everybody on Comic Talk, like you guys are here for a reason. And it's because you guys are so great at what you do. You guys are very easy to work with. Uh, uh, awesome people that like, we're here to build up the comic book community. And that also means like building up each other. And uh, thank you guys so much for being there. Thank you, Dimitri. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you also give me a reason to like speed up on my my old comics. Like I gotta read this, I gotta read this. So yeah, thank I'm you for the fire in your ass bit. right now. Like it's yeah, like, come on, man. <laughs> It's it's burning. You gotta <laughs> gotta pick up the pace. Read more comics. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for coming on the on the show. Uh, thank you to everybody out there watching us. If you're watching the live stream, uh, uh, it's on volume.com slash the Keeg Show. It's on the uh, twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show. We're on uh, Facebook and YouTube as well. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, that is uh, wherever you get your podcasts. So Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. We're on five different platforms at least. So definitely, however you digest us, enjoy it. You know, uh, I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, before we get going, though, I want to know your social media out loud and where we can find you if you got anything coming up, any plugs that you want to do. Danny, what do you got? Um, so you can find me on social media on Instagram at art by Danny L and you can find me on TikTok at Danny McGowan and I actually do have something to announce at the end of this month I will be releasing my webcomic um, the first issue of it so that is uh -huh. on January 22nd woo, woo. Um, so you can you can find that on webtoon as Cloudburst um, and then there's also links in all my social media you got a, you got a webtoon I do I do wow that's awesome that's awesome that's I'm, that's, really I'm excited. that's my plug <laughs> should we should we do a special episode where we critique oh god i'm sure it's gonna be wonderful i'm sure it's gonna be wonderful uh we won't oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> we won't we won't do that we won't do that are you writing and drawing it yeah yeah nice. oh that's so cool that's wow. awesome uh <laughs> are you a double threat is there a triple threat in in comics is it mm, like coloring i guess ink, make inking i don't know She's the editor, so that's, that's everything. Every, everything, everything. Publisher, editor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, awesome, Danny. I'm excited for that. So let us know because I want to. I want to share. I want to share that stuff. So uh, yeah, uh, let us know. Uh, awesome, Danny. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, uh, Albert, what's your social media? Where can we find you? What do you got? Compared to Danny, I got nothing going on. No, you got uh, stuff. You are. You got stuff. You got stuff going. I make. I make a bunch of videos on TikTok. I talk about comic books. I'm Albert Loves Comics. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. I have a YouTube. I don't post on YouTube, but I'm active. I comment on people's videos. Um, and that's that's it. I read a lot and I talk about the books I like. But Danny, I'm, I'm super excited about that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, both of you guys are awesome. You guys do great stuff, uh, especially on TikTok, where I first met you guys. Uh, uh, your guys' TikToks are definitely worth following. Um, but thank you guys so much for taking time out of your night or your day, depending on what time it is there. Uh, 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 thank you guys so much for being on the show. For anyone out there who is watching or listening, uh, uh, check out comicshoplocator.com and support your local comic book shops. Um, that's definitely uh, uh, a worthwhile endeavor. Uh, contribute to that because comic shops, uh, uh, they're doing okay, but they could be doing better. And we could have more comic shops if 
we start shifting our focus towards those retailers, you know? Um, so definitely go out and support it. Find uh, comic shops near you with comicshoplocator.com. And then also the key is trying to uh, 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 create a little bit more for you in 2022. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the Keeg show. Um, we, we have uh, at least one contributor to the, our Patreon right now and hopefully more. So check it out. There's some tiers out there. Uh, we're making Keeg merchandise. If you want to be part of that, check out the corresponding tier for that. Um, basically uh, help support the show and you'll get some goodies in return. Uh, and that, you know, it's an awesome time to be a Keeg fan because there's a lot on the horizon. Um, 2022 is, uh, is, is going to be a bigger year. So patreon.com slash the Keeg show. You can also follow us on any of our social media, uh, which is TikTok at the Keeg show. We got uh, Instagram at the Keeg show. Those are our two big ones. And we also have a Twitter at the Keeg show. Definitely follow us there. Uh, but thank you once again, Danny, Albert, for being on the show. Thank you to everybody out there for digesting it and however you know, whatever way, shape, or form that you're digesting it. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. This has been another episode of Comic Talk. Take care.